It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for yet another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, as most of you know by now, I tend to think through stuff a lot. <laughs> like, I'm really big on the planning part of new aquariums, probably to the point where I sometimes plan so much that the execution lags behind. That's a common theme with me. Things take a lot longer in my world than they should, I think, because I'm so busy planning. Now, like, I think through, like, everything, tiny details, stuff that's pretty stupid, really, but important, like, you know, uh, which side of the tank do I uh, place the heater in so that the plug I am using can reach the power strip without being too obvious? I mean, crazy stuff like that that really has nothing to do with the tank, per se. I'm crazy, right? Well, don't answer that. Look, I'm the kind of guy who will spend like an entire day just looking into what color and type of background material I intend to use for a tank that doesn't have a background. And plumbing parts? Oh, I I can literally lose myself in a hardware store. Driftwood, like most of you, I go crazy searching for stuff. Don't even get me started on substrates. And of course, I had to throw myself into the mix when I started my own little line of substrates, right? Just adding to the confusion and choices that hobbyists have. Yeah. (laughs) So... My mindset to the whole process is like, well, it sounds great on paper and there's certain simple logic to what I do, but it's also where things seem to go terribly wrong for me. I mean, every tank should start with some sort of plan, some idea or concept. It just should. You need to know what kind of fish you're intending to keep pretty early on in the game, like literally at the very beginning. This stocking plan is pretty much mission critical, I'd say. And then you should decide what kind of environment you're going to keep the cool fishes that you decided upon in. Obviously, you're, you're trying to make the tank suitable for those fishes, which I think most of you are. And then you need to figure out, you know, what equipment you need to achieve this. And of course, then comes the fun part, putting everything together. I mean, all the planning in the world is kind of a wasted ex- exercise if the tank looks like shit, right? Well, yeah. By my estimation and in using this process, the planning of the tank literally takes like, I don't know, roughly three days per gallon or something like that. So like a great 50 gallon tank should take 150 days. That's five freaking months just to plan. Well, that doesn't sound right. Can it be? Again, I I think I'm crazy. Well, I, I should say I was crazy for a while. I wasn't always a human glacier. I mean, really, I was a little faster. When I was a kid, I'd be reconfiguring my, you know, 10 gallon community tank like monthly in January to have a Daniel community tank. February would be time for cribs. March would be mollies. By April, it's back to fresh and time to, you know, nests around with a group of killifish. Maybe, maybe you know, there was a little time off. You know, May was one of those months that my thoughts turned to tetras or something. But you get the picture. I mean, it was all over the freaking place. I was fast, though. Like, really fast. And I think part of it was because I was an impatient kid with limited resources and a desire to try tons of different things. Absolutely diverse interests. I mean, how else can you explain a 14-year-old with memberships in the International Beta Congress, the American Killifish Association, the American Cichlid Association, and the American Library Association? I mean, 
I had one tank and ultimately a couple of tanks, dozens of plastic, you know, boxes and containers and two very understanding but oftentimes frustrated parents. So that's how the concept of a fish room gets started, right? Yet there was a big chunk of my aquatic life that had me fall victim to my own obsessive planning thing. I mean, it was like analysis paralysis. Fortunately, my hobby friends, you know, viewed my slow progressions from concept to completion as discipline. But the reality is that inside, I knew I was somehow just spending way too much time and way too much emphasis on the planning part of the hobby equation. So from, you know, fast moving kid to just overly analysis paralysis kind of guy, I, it, it was a strange evolution. I did enjoy it a little bit, even if it seemed, well, you know, really fucking slow. It was it was progress, right? But flash forward to now, today, and here I am. I have what, like in my uh, current new four-bedroom home, I only have three small aquariums, well, modest-sized aquariums, I should say, uh, at various stages of the planning and building process. I'm going to have four when the, when all is said and done, but, you know, you'd think... I'm in the slow planner's nirvana or something because I was forced for about 18 months as we were remodeling this house to just go really, really slowly. But I'm actually, I've been moving pretty quickly. I mean, one out of the the three tanks that I initially had, not only had fishes in it, but it had multiple iterations. So that was a start, right? And each one of the tanks I played with was radically different from the other. I mean, obviously financially, I'm a little bit better than I was at a 14-year-old. I mean... I still have absurdly diverse interests, but so not much has changed except for maybe I can do a little more. But the difference is, well, I'm actually working on each tank regularly. And even though, you know, most of these tanks are, are small right now, I'm, I'm the ones that are actually up and running, um, you know, I, I move quick, fairly quickly with them. I decided on concept, system design, sourced everything, bought all the stuff and started the assembly of the tanks within a month. For me, that's like an epic pace, you know. Progression was pretty rapid. Okay, sure, there are hobbyists out there who put together entire fish rooms and had multiple spawns of Pleco in that same kind of time frame, but this is progress. I mean, for me, that's practically breakneck speed. <laughs> has a lot changed? Well, actually, it has. When you reach a certain age in life, you realize that your time on this planet is, I don't know, well, finite. It's not kind of strange, but if you want to, and if you want to accomplish stuff, you need to do it in less than a geological or stellar evolutionary timetable. You, you need to be decisive to mark and move, to fish or cut bait, whatever. You need to do something instead of plan to do something. You know, all those cliches. But they're actually pretty correct and useful to apply. Now, my, my Urban Agapo experiments, they progressed really quickly. I've done literally several dozen iterations of them in incredibly rapid time frame of only just a few years. So the impatient kid in me is kind of back. I've learned to approach aquarium keeping like I've learned to approach my business, methodically yet organically, not to overthink stuff, yet to use a good approach that's coaxed along and evolved relatively quickly. Iterate and reiterate, get distracted once in a while, yet within the context of the larger view of what you're trying to do and within the context of a time frame. Realizing that the processes which you use to get things moving should be executed quickly even if the journey to the ultimate goal is a longer, slower one. Because sitting with a pen and paper staring at the ceiling doesn't get anything done, be it in a business or building a 50-gallon you know, biotope aquarium. Ooh, I finally married action and theory in a way that works for me. And enjoyment in my hobby is kind of back again and bigger than ever, and it sure helped push Tannin a little bit. Yeah, I still have a ridiculously tight aesthetic concept of how a tank should look. I still stare at my 
my, for example, my 50 gallon tank that that's sitting in my home office right now next to my little brackish aquarium. It's, it's been sitting sort of hardscaped for months now. And I just haven't gotten my head around if I really want to go forward with this plan or do something else. Um, it, it's kind of weird. Even if you have a few electrical cords showing nowadays or maybe even a plumbing return or two, I realized I'll somehow live too. I don't have to plan every little detail. It still bothers me. But I'm just dealing with my absurdities now instead of just losing myself in them. I've learned to compromise a few anal retentive attitudes for the sake of the greater good here. Moving forward quickly, just never felt so good for me. It's exciting times, a sort of a hobby renaissance, a time to do instead of plan. And most important, a time to enjoy. Time to enjoy the whole essence of this crazy cool hobby that we're all so obsessed about. So the takeaway here from my tortured and long uh, diatribe on how I work is to learn from my hard-earned hobby knowledge gained over many torturous decades. And don't let your ideas get in the way of your execution. Just do shit. Stay driven. Stay focused on your goal, but open your eyes and increase your flexibility. Be nimble. Be agile. Be open-minded. Stay on task. And always stay wet. Till next time, this is Scott Feldman. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with me today. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tint.